Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, via Zoom is... Is Matthew Solomon Grundy Paz. That's a long name. It is. I'm just going to call you Matt. I mean, you're you're free to do that. Or I'm just going to call you Slappy. Do that too, I guess. Or I'm gonna call you late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so today on the show, we are covering uh, episode five of season two of the TV show Star Girl, the CW um, DC show, um, which aired on September seventh, twenty twenty one. Um, it was directed by uh, Sheelan um, Koski uh, and written by Steve Harper, and it's entitled Summer School Chapter 5. Um, so, uh, in this uh, episode, um, we start out with uh, 10 years ago, where uh, Cindy Berman is awakened from a nightmare about her father while um, her dad, Dragon King, secretly watches her from afar. So, and then we, we cut to In the Present, where uh, Cindy attempts to recruit Cameron hmm. while he's um, outside working on a mural of his father. But, um... So, uh, but, uh, Cameron's grandmother, Lily, uses her, uh, freeze breath powers to stop Cindy, (laughs) (laughs) which, uh, they refer to as cryokinetic uh, abilities. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's, it's obviously hereditary then. Uh, Yeah. I like the word cryokinetic. That's a fun word. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, after that flashback, you know, Cindy was, like, crying. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand her deal where it's like she hates her father for having experimented on her and she killed him, but yet she wants to take over the very organization that he was a part of. Yeah. So it does not, it does not compute. Don't understand. Because um, it's like if you're remembering something and you're crying because of how much it makes you sad, 
why like what is your life purpose what is i don't get it anyway um <laughs> maybe we'll find out i guess but um yeah we'll have to see um so um so meanwhile courtney is confronting um her stepfather pat about um shade's intentions um and then this mysterious storm rolls in town and it's like only over blue valley <laughs> like the storm is not anywhere else in the country <laughs> right just over blue valley nebraska you know so yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's normal yeah you know the entire state's just completely sunny and and uh, and no one like at the mm-hmm. national weather bureau or whatever they call it would be concerned about this <laughs> yeah. no it wasn't because didn't they blame last season thing on the weather too yeah. um yeah. so it's like yeah if i were working for them i'd be like we should get, we gotta go to blue valley nebraska there's something going on yeah in that really small town <laughs> you know where, <laughs> I mean, it's like, what are you guys doing? Uh, I mean, at least the Weather Channel should show up and do some research or something. I'm just saying. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> get, get, get working. Come on, Byron uh, Allen. Get your people out there. <laughs> By the way, Byron Allen owns the Weather Channel. Um, so, uh, the- <laughs> Is that Barry Allen's, like, cousin? No. Like- <laughs> no, he's a former stand-up com- comedian. Oh, okay. Wow. And he owns yeah, he used to have a late night talk show and stuff and everything too. Yeah, he, he owns now, the Weather Channel now. That's a really interesting career change. Like uh, you know what I mean? Used to be a stand up comedian, now I own the Weather Channel. Yeah, he also owns some other networks and stuff too. He's he's like really rich and everything. It's yeah, I don't know, he interesting guy. Um Yeah, he, definitely. He used to write jokes for uh Jimmy Walker and stuff, and he was like a really young stand-up when he was like eighteen and stuff. And oh wow, yeah, really interesting story. There's a episode. I don't know if it's still in his free episodes, but Mark Marin did an interview with him, and it's really cool on his WTF okay. podcast. Yeah, I don't know why I'm going off about Byron Allen, but yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so it was a very interesting episode. Um, so uh, the um, so. Yeah, so um so Cameron, you know, basically rebu- rebukes her, you know, um as the um C- Cindy tries to recruit Cameron again, I should say, and he rebukes <laughs> her. And um and this is uh at the at the school and on her uh way out she uses Eclipso to enchant the art teacher, um, Paul, uh, is it Dessinger? Yeah, I think it's Dessinger. Yeah. Which I thought, it, when I first read it, I thought it said designer, and I was like, he's an art teacher with the last name designer? That's kind of funny. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Yeah. I'd <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, be like, that's kind of appropriate. Um, A little on the nose, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, um, the shade ends up, uh, visiting Barbara regarding, uh, Courtney's search for him. 
and then um, burns in his number on the business card that uh, Barbara had from him from before. So now she can get a hold of him. <laughs> what else is happening here in this episode, Matt? Um, what else is happening is that the Shady really needs to learn some modern ways of like, you know, getting people to be in touch with them instead of having to burn a number onto a card. Um, Shit, you know, I'm going to have to stop doing that now. There's like thing called Gmail, um, Facebook, you know, Instagram, you know, well, I doubt he has Instagram, but, um, <clears throat> no, so, um, he does have TikTok to- though. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TikTok, yeah. The Shades TikTok page is wild, man. It's crazy yeah. shit on there. Uh, <laughs> you, you should see the video where he, he, he dances and lip syncs to a bunch of Olivia Rodrigo songs. It's great. <laughs> telling. <laughs> Richard Swift. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> Visualization. Actually, it's it's a funny, no, a little known fact. He's actually uh, Taylor Swift's dad. Um, and um, <laughs> wow, no. Yeah, so he 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 goes and to where Shadow Realm or whatever he goes, and um, <clears throat> you know, just disappears on her. And um, Courtney and Yolanda are really, <clears throat> I don't know, they're just having like a full on discussion about the shade inside of summer class, which I don't think is very appropriate, um, you know, to be doing, um, you know, because, uh, no, not shade about Eclipso, I think. And, um, yeah, I mean, my, my, my whole thing is, is, you know, you gotta remember this whole secret part of your secret yeah, identity exactly. thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> cause, uh, cause Isaac overhears them a little bit. And uh, it's like, you know, maybe you should, you know, not do that. Um, <laughs> they already did that before, I think, when they were talking about the shades. Like, dude, he's listening in on what you're talking about. Like, like come on. Like, and uh, <clears throat> so uh, the, the art teacher, Paul, Mr. Dink, um, Desinger, he, he, he's um, like, he basically has COVID and like nobody seems to care or notice. But I, I'm not sure if COVID exists in this show because no one really probably not like, yeah i don't think it does but um so he's like coughing and like you know like clearing his throat a bunch and like he looks all like tired and weak i'm like yeah you probably shouldn't expose your students to whatever you've got going on so he goes and ends class early and then he goes in <clears throat> to the art room and in a really disgusting scene he starts vomiting paint I haven't read oh much God. on the uh, side effects of COVID lately, but is vomiting yes. up paint one of them? It could be. I don't know. I'm just curious. <clears throat> well, that might, might be a vaccine side effect. And, yeah. you know, go to vaccines or the devil's tools dot, dot org dot geocities dot com. And it'll, it'll tell <laughs> you all about that. <laughs> geocities. Um, good, good, good times. But, uh, yeah, so he starts vomiting up different colors of paint because, um, Eclipso said he is his he's his he's the guy's new muse now because he, he mentioned about a muse early on about how like Cameron like Courtney's basically Cameron's muse because he was drawing pictures of her like like um not still images but like live whatever it was um basically when you draw someone but you're not they're not being still they're you know what I mean you're just drawing from I'm not an artist so I don't know the terms but, but, but uh, <laughs> 
Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of he's kind of like creating these whole like Jackson Pollock sort of uh, abstract art um. <laughs> based off of Courtney. Cause he, he's, he's liked Courtney for a long time, actually. And uh, oh, 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 you mean uh, I thought you meant uh, Paul. I'm sorry. I, I oh, no, so, found out no, for a Paul, second. Yeah, yeah, Paul ended up taking. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I was saying that Cameron was drawing pictures of Courtney and Paul oh, said gotcha. that Courtney's, yeah. Courtney's Cameron's dudes. So then he said that every every artist has to have a muse. So then, so then when um, Cindy enchanted um, Paul, Eclipso said that he's Paul's muse now, which you know, that can't be good. I mean, every every yeah. artist does have a muse. I mean, like uh, Kevin Smith has Jason muse. Yeah, and and he's his he's 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 his muse, and his last name is Muse. So <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a really bad dad joke. It's okay. So true. <laughs> true. <laughs> So, so he started yeah, coughing ahead. up paint. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Eclipso says, paint what you see. And he says, I don't see anything. And he says, you know, look again. And he's like, I see everything. And he's like, yes, draw it or paint it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, he... Uh, so... Dessinger is engulfed by a paint blob at one point. <laughs> and the, uh, so, so nobody knows where he is, and uh, the JSA visits the school to investigate. But, uh, because uh, Paul is, like, affected by uh, Eclipso, he causes them to see nightmares until Courtney rescues him. So they're seeing like uh, these like drawings and paintings of things that are freaking them out, like all over the lockers and random shit in the <laughs> school. Yeah, they went all in on the horror in season two. I'm, I'm actually oh, quite in- interested in that. That they really went all in <clears throat> on just like just being scary. I mean, like like that thing that like the chalk like the 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 face came out of the chalkboard at Courtney. I mean, like that yeah. was, that was just really scary. Um, that doesn't, that didn't it, happen at your high school. No, unfortunately. I mean, if I smoked too much DMT, it kind of did here and there uh, <laughs> or, or salvia, you know, which I'm, I'm kidding. I've never done that, but um, <laughs> yeah, you see a lot of weird shit like Eclipso coming out of a chalkboard trying to grab you, you know, Yolanda sees Brainwave or, or sees like a picture of him or whatever because uh, she still feels guilty for, you know, slitting his throat. <laughs> That's just the fucked up thing about it. Like, they're all like, I think, sophomores in high school at that time. Yeah. She literally murdered a man at the age of like 16. <laughs> like, that's kind of really... Uh, I mean, the first the first guy you murder is kind of hard, you know, and then after that, yeah, yeah. it's easier. Then they just... <laughs> Gets wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, this is not a this is not a confession. Yeah, just letting you know, I've not murdered anybody that I know of. Yeah, that you know. Of. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> there have how been you, some. How time. would you not? <laughs> I was on Ambien once, and um, wait, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that that's your excuse if you're yes. on Ambien. Then you can get away with anything, so. I, I didn't become racist. I just became a murderer. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah, you, you were you were a non-racist murderer. Yes. Um, 
I only killed white people. And, um, yeah. yeah. Wait. <laughs> if you if kill someone else of a different race, it was like, you're like, I just let you know, I'm not doing this because you're black. <laughs> I'm just letting you know up front, don't take it personally. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird idea for a movie. The non-racist murderer who like, apologizes to the people he's about to murder. Like, I'm just letting you know, I've got nothing against Chinese people, okay? Um, it's just... <laughs> Just happened to choose you. It's kind of just you know like a magic eight ball type of thing. Just told me to go. Um, <laughs> that, oh, that's really funny. I think we should write that movie. <laughs> anyway, so um the uh, yeah the um the so so um we've we've got uh you know Courtney rescues um Dessinger um basically. And then negates Eclipso's powers with her, you know, her light takes out the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, man. And, whoa, uh, man. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. Whoa, man, woman. Oh, anyway, so... <laughs> I, I just went somewhere. I don't know where. Um, the, uh... Yeah, Dessinger later ends up in a psychiatric uh, in a psychiatric um, evaluation place, like a psychiatric uh, hospital. So, um, or institution, or whatever they call them. Um, so during the episode, uh, Beth also confronts her parents about their divorce. So she she admits to finding the divorce papers. And uh, do you want to take a quick break here, Matt? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, before we get to the next part of the episode, we'll be right back, folks. After this. (laughs) What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guest every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry you can find us on apple spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast hope to see you there <laughs> I, I think my voice has changed. I would say so. I don't know what's wrong, Matt. You sound like, uh, 
what is it you sound like? Um, some character. What, what would it? <clears throat> Shoot, I can't think of him. Um, I some guy. Know. Yes. Yeah, some guy. Some guy. <clears throat> Just go with that. It was some dude. Uh, I am some dude. That is my yes, name. You <clears throat> yes, you are. I know everything. <clears throat> oh, no, no, I know what you sound You sound like um, Abed's character in the Dungeons and Dragons episode when he's for 20. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Yeah. I do, don't no. I? <laughs> yeah, that's what you guess what it reminded me of. He's like, I am, I am a gnome. I am a gnome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I was thinking, after you said that, that sounded like it too. The only other uh, voice I think I sounded like when I accidentally did that voice was uh, maybe the uh, the character that Billy Barty played in the Masters of the Universe live action film. Um, oh. I can't remember <clears throat> his character. The, yeah. The little, the basically the character that they used instead of Orko. Um. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't remember his name. But anyways, um, somebody will let us know. Um. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just just email it to me, Mike at CullenPark dot com. I mean, because I forgot how to use Google. Anyway, so um, <laughs> to find it myself. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Send me an email from the from the pod, listening to the podcast. Yeah, and, uh, I'll I'll get the answer like a week from now. Like, <laughs> right. right? Somebody will just send me the name of the character, and I'll be like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is this spam." <laughs> so, um, anyways, um, like I was saying, uh, Beth is confronting her parents about the divorce. And she wants to talk about it now, but they're like, yeah, let's talk about it later. Blah, blah, blah. They're putting it off like they do. Yeah. You know, so. I don't know. This, uh. I mean, I, I like that they're giving Beth something more, but this whole, like, storyline of the parents getting divorced is kind of. I don't know. It just feels awkward to me. I guess that's what it's supposed to feel. But. <laughs> <clears throat> it is. But at the same time, like. It, it's. It's. It, it is something good to good to put in the show because I mean the show's geared towards probably teenagers more than it is towards guys in their thirties and forties like us. <laughs> exactly. But um, <laughs> but it's such a good show. That's the thing. Though. I know. <laughs> it's like yeah, it might be for them. Yeah. But it's like yeah, I get to watch the shit too. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not a second class citizen. I'm allowed to watch Star Girl. You know, I'm allowed to watch Wildcat murder people as a teenager. Um, yeah, you know. it's it's all good, you know. Yeah, I'm allowed to watch episodes of iCarly randomly. Oh wait, no. Do eh. I? No, I don't. Do, I don't do that. I'm just joking. I was trying to think of something that was geared towards teens. <laughs> I, I never, what is that show even about? I never even knew what that. I, I I did. No. Oh. No. Okay. No, she's a she's a girl that does her own like YouTube show. That's the original thing. Like. With her friends. <laughs> okay. I remember watching it years ago, the original iCarly. There's a reboot of it now, too. Um, but I remember watching it um, at my uh, nieces and nephews' house and um, totally, like, just getting, you know, involved in the show. And, like, I had to leave one day in the middle of an episode. Mm-hmm. So I went home and finished it on Netflix. 
Yeah. That's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, why am I watching this? You know, but anyways, so. (laughs) Like, okay. um. (laughs) So, um, anywho, the, uh, yeah, the, the, the whole divorce thing, I don't know. It just, I just hope it goes somewhere that is a satisfying place or something, or maybe there's more to it than we don't know. I don't know. I mean, it could. Well, the whole problem is, is that Beth doesn't really. I'm not trying to be mean about this, but she doesn't really have that much to contribute to the to the team. I mean, she's kind of like Pat in a way, where she has like really no like powers. Like she can't really fight. It's like you know what I mean. Like they need to do something to yeah make her. I mean, I, I, I I'm not I'm not making fun of her character. I just mean like if you're part of like a superhero team. Like you need to be able to like do something other than just look at goggles. Like you know what I mean. Like you need yeah they, something. They need uh, to develop her character more. Mm-hmm. I mean that's it, she's a good actress, and they need to like give her more to do. And yeah, totally. I mean, I want to see a romance between her and Rick. Come on, just <laughs> yeah. This, they've been sort of teasing this a little bit for a while. But yeah, but they haven't done it. That they're kind of they both kind of like know how to talk to each other. That yeah, they, they, either of them can really connect with but, the but other then again group. i guess it's not a yeah. bad thing i mean you can have a situation where a guy and a girl can just be friends and that's cool too you know no no not allowed it has to be romance that those are the rules <laughs> you're not allowed to have just platonic friendships no you know no it's against the rules harry harry met sally they 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 proved that right in like a movie from like 35 years ago but um that is still a great movie but still <laughs> it is, no, it is, i know not making fun of it no it is a great movie yes. but but that, that, that was that whole thing of like yeah you, a guy and a girl can't be friends man because one of them's gonna catch feelings from the other and it's like okay yeah. maybe but like i mean so what like i mean you, you just deal with it i mean like <clears throat> by that logic does that mean then that like a gay guy can't be friends with another guy because he might catch feelings? Well, I mean that's that's basically like the logic behind it. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's it's an old cliche. Um, anyways, yeah. um, so um, Cindy tries a third time to recruit <laughs> Cameron. Jesus he does wait? Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> and she That's fails right. yet again. Yeah, he will not budge. He, he's not going to do it. Um, no means no, people. <clears throat> well, Cindy apparently doesn't know the meaning of no because she's insanely pushy. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, does not... Um, I still am trying to wrap my head around that character. Like, what I is know. her motivation? It's hard to say. You just don't get it. Um... So, uh, anyways, then she, she meets up with Artemis and Isaac, who she's already recruited, to plan to recruit Mike instead, is what they're implying. Right. So, and then... For some reason. For some reason. Uh, yeah. I don't get that. <clears throat> anyway, so Cameron is now continuing to work on his mural... Until he suffers a hand cramp and drops his now ice-covered paintbrush. Uh-oh. So, dun-dun-dun. 
what's going to happen now? Is he going to be <clears throat> Icicle Jr. or um, <clears throat> I really hope he doesn't join the Injustice. Um, well, then again, we'll, we'll talk about that next episode. But uh, because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's there's some interesting developments in, in terms of, of that. Yeah. But um, we, I won't say what. But, no, uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, um, without, um, giving anything away because we have seen the next episode, do you have any speculation here for what's going to happen this season here, Matt? Um, after the events of this episode. Yeah. Uh, so I think, um, Starman or or whoever this person is, is eventually going to find his way to Blue Valley. I'm thinking probably either in the finale or maybe like one or two episodes before the finale. Um, I am, I'm wondering about Jay Garrick of, of what, of why he's going to show up at some point. Um, that should be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out though, with the star man of it all. Um, she's right. <laughs> Cause, uh, Joel McHale, I, what was it? I was listening to a podcast recently. Um, and, uh, he said that he's uh, um, he was talking on this podcast. It was a recent podcast, and he one of the things he was promoting was Star Girl. Hmm. Like he's saying, "Yeah, I get to be uh, I'm Starman on there," and blah blah blah, and talking about that. And then he was talking about how cool it is to work with uh, um, with the with the cast on there and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, and how cool uh, Star Girl herself. Uh, um, Brecca's and you know it's just yeah it's like <laughs> it's kind of weird you know <clears throat> yeah I mean we still have you know um, seven more episodes I think so mm-hmm. you know a lot could happen I mean lots of already happened this season already it's crazy um, yeah there's going to be 13 episodes this season so we're, yeah. we're only six episodes in and so much has happened but yeah I think um, <clears throat> I think the Flash Jay Garrick's version of the Flash uh He's he's probably gonna introduce probably something to do with maybe time travel because you know because they have the flash, speedsters have the ability to to break the time wall or whatever. But because uh, I do think that time travel, like the JSA had done time travel even with Pat, because some of these pictures they have taken look so old, like like they look like they're taken from cameras from like nineteen thirties and forties. So like there's yeah. there's there's no reason. I mean, I know like they kind they're kind of going for like a 1960s aesthetic for with like the uniforms and stuff. But I think there's more to it than just that alone. Like I yeah. think like they may have actually spent some time in the past. Who knows? Maybe they spent years in the past. Maybe they, they maybe they couldn't get back for a while. So maybe they literally kind of like in the Legends of Tomorrow where they literally spent like two years in the 1950s until the Wave Rider picked them up again. Yeah. Like, maybe they literally spent, like, just a good chunk of their lives, like, in the 1940s or whatever, just like, oh, I guess we're stuck here. We've got to make a life here for a while, I guess, you know, <laughs> until we can figure out, you know, what to do. Um, Either so that or they like, hired a hipster to take all of their photographs. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could just be a whole, like, hey, man, like, we got, like, 1950s cars and, you know, milkshakes with sarsaparilla. And, um, <laughs> he's, I love that word now, sarsaparilla. Some, some, um, some hipster with a man bun. Um, 
Like Bishop, yeah. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. He, he came and he's gotten all he all he has are these like old um old Kodak cameras from, you know, the nineteen fifties or something or the forties and you know, that's all he you know. <laughs> Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know much about I mean I obviously Eclipso is gonna be a big part of the season, but um you know, I, I wonder if it's gonna be maybe like another villain might show up maybe. I don't know. Um Yeah, they do we'll, have a lot we'll of episodes, see. so you think there might be because you know, yeah, I don't know how long you can play out the eclipso of it all, but we'll have to see. <laughs> the eclipso, <of> it all. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, anything else, Matt? Before we wrap things up here? No, I think I'm good. Okay, so, um, folks, be sure to check out our uh, our T public. You can get some cool T-shirts. I got my uh, all too real two uh, T-shirt recently. It's nice and soft and uh comfortable and um you know it looks cool too um also uh you can uh, check out our website all too real com. i don't know why i just sang that but um the uh kind of cool the the website is awesome you can get links to all of our stuff you can join our facebook group all too real Two podcast group and uh talk to us there um you know we have a tiktok too folks if you want us to, yeah. you know, do something with that, um, let us know what we can do. Because mm. I don't get the ticks and the talks. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not a talker either. So, you know, I don't I mean, is that what they call themselves? Talkers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're tickers. I don't know. Um, yeah, or talkers or the, the TikToks and the Instagram and the, you know, the, and the, the Facebooks and the, in, in the MySpaces and the, in the Friendsters no. and the, wait, what? I'm going back way oh, too far. Friendsters. Um, <laughs> wow. Friendsters, you actually had to pay for. That was yeah. crazy. And then there's, uh, the, and, and then there's just the, you know, the, the party lines on the phone. Oh, wait. <laughs> party. Wow. <clears throat> That's old shit right there. My dad was telling me about that. He, he actually, they would participate in that. Like they would go after school and go on this party line and you would just talk to, there'd be a bunch of people in there on the phone <clears throat> and they'd all mm-hmm. be calling the same number and they'd be, and you talk in there. And I guess, you know, you could be like, you know, you, you could ask girls out in there. You could do other things. It was kind of like basically Facebook before Facebook, but on the yeah, phone, I mean, they've, they've ever since we've had the ability to communicate <clears throat> um, through like, technological means like besides like sending letters or well, even then i guess technically but like like telegrams or like um plus two even even before party lines in, in some neighborhoods at least <clears throat> they they um literally like it was it was so primitive back then that like if you just like picked up the phone like you could just hear someone else like having like a phone conversation. Yeah. And like you'd have to wait for that person to get off. Like that was how primitive it was back then. Like like, oh, I can't call my dad because this lady's talking with her, you know, brother or whatever, you know. But then it's just like, Well, well, Mrs. Garcia has cancer now. I know this. Oh wait, what? (laughs) Like you would literally have to like like, Oh, I'm sorry, and like ask do you know what might be off the phone? Oh, about a half hour. Okay, thank you. It's like but then how do you know because someone else is going to pick up the phone and it's like, it, it just seemed like a weird system. But like, yeah, you know, they worked it out somehow. So, um, yeah, come back for our, our history lessons about 
early MySpace and pre-social media, but it was kind of its own version of social media. Um, <clears throat> ah, man, we kind of lost a lot of shit like that, though, like community stuff. Because like, I remember my aunt, my great aunt, you know, she, she was like, she like died in her like 90s. And she used to tell us how like, <clears throat> like, uh, like someone in her neighborhood it was like the first person in our neighborhood who got a TV yeah. and like literally people would just like sit out in the front yard and just like watch TV, like with them in the house, they just be watching the TV from like, I'm like, that seems kind of like you should try that these days. I don't think people would be too happy about that, but like they didn't care. Um, so like they would like watch wrestling, like old school wrestling. Yeah. Um, that, and yeah. It's like it, That reminds me of when, uh, all of the uh, the the cable boxes had the same remote control. Oh God, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah. so my my friend Eric and I used to go uh, <clears throat> around to uh, some neighborhoods, and if anybody had their windows their window shades open, you could change the channel on their TV if you had your remote. Yes. So you know they'd be sitting there watching something, and we just change it to like MTV oh. or whatever. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. we did the same, I did the same exact thing uh, with my brother and like uh, some of our friends down the street. And yeah, then, and then I used to go over to like friends' houses and bring my remote with me too. Right, and, and just and change, just the, change channel. the channel when they're not looking. <laughs> I think when I look back at it, it's a pretty assholeish thing to do. I know it is. Like, <laughs> a TV channel from outside, like. It's like, you know, I worked all day long, a fucking 12-hour shift. I just want to watch Metlock or whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> These damn kids are playing VH1 yes. or MTV. It's like, um, also, I mean, I know we're going off on weird tangents that have nothing to do with Stargirl here, but uh, um, there, there, was a, there was a kid in my high school who had a, uh, he had a watch that had a universal remote built into it. Oh, wow. And it was the coolest thing because in... Uh, in our homeroom, he would change. The, he would turn the TV on randomly and change it and stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Like we go in the homeroom and we have to watch this thing called Channel One, which was a uh, like oh. kid, kids news channel or something. And, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and and he would change it over to to like MTV in the middle of it or something, and then yeah. <laughs> I was I liked some of Channel One's programs. I don't yeah. know why. Um. But some of them are actually kind of educational and interesting. Um, th- by the way, there's a whole thing about that. Um, I think it was an article or, or for, maybe it was a document. I don't know. But it was like the whole history of like how Channel One came into being. Really interesting um, story behind that. Um, if, you want, if you want to check that out sometime, it's really interesting. But anyways, folks, um, be sure to <laughs> tune back in when we talk about the next episode of... Uh, yeah, tune back in. What the fuck? Um, check us out. <laughs> um, check out the next. We talk about the next episode of uh, Star Girl here on uh, All Too Real Two. Um, wear a mask, people. Wear a condom. Be <clears throat> kind. Rewind. And until next time. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Too Real Two podcast. A Cullen Park production. 
Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now